Hello, citizens. Welcome to the Fortress of Potitude. I'm Dave Michaels. I'm Brian Betts. And we are the Cape Podcasters. Yeah. This is a show where we talk about some supermen. And superwomen. And today, we're it's doing, the Capies. We're doing something special. It's award season. The Oscars happened. Yeah. We hope. Yes. This comes out on time. The Oscars happened a day ago. And congratulations to, to all the, all the, the winners. winners. Good job, you guys. You did great. Proud of all of you. And all you losers, I... At least you had fun. Yeah. That's what that's what really counts. The real trophy was in your heart the whole the time. The whole time. Let's so, go over a list of people that aren't there. A list of people who aren't. Yeah. yeah. It's, all, it's all of our KP nominees. All of our KP nominees. <laughs> Some would argue they get the better award ceremony. Some would. They get to stay home. It's true. They probably won't even hear this, but that's fine. <laughs> Maybe they will. They probably won't. They probably won't. So what, we're, we're 15 episodes in yeah. right now? So we got 15 movies to pick from. For our capies, this is the the goods, yeah. the best of the best. Yeah, we're, we're doing or our... the best of the worst. It's the best of whatever the, the category is. It's the is. best of these 15 movies. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we asked you to submit some nominations and categories, and you did. Thank you for that. Yeah. We've thrown out a bunch along the way, as well as nominations. We remembered most of them. I yeah. think we threw the, most of them in. There might be a few that, uh, that got lost in the cracks, but uh, I think we did pretty good. I think we did okay at best, and that's usually pretty good for us. I mean, better. Okay at best is what we should actually call our podcast. How do you want to start this off? I think we should probably start with the very first KP nomination that we ever put out into the world. Best Spartan Kick. Best Spartan Kick. I think I nominated this during the Incredible Hulk episode? I believe it was during the Incredible Hulk episode. Am I right? What are the nominees? The nominees for Best Spartan Kick are Hulk from The Incredible Hulk. Makes sense. Batman from Batman. It's very kicky. And Wonder Woman from Wonder Woman. Thrilling. Yeah. Absolutely thrilling. Very small category. Uh, they all had their, their good Spartan kicks, though. They, sh- they sure did. No Sparta involved in any of them. Nope. Just kick straight to that sternum. That's the move. One of them stands out. One of them does. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're in agreement on this one. I think so. Winner of best Spartan kick is the Incredible Hulk. Sure is. He kicked that guy straight to hell. He survived, though. He did. Super soldier serum. What can you do? Hell. He had most of it in him at the time. Not all of it. Not all. Not all of it. He'll get there. The next category is best actor who was recast in universe. I think this was from your brain. Yeah, this was uh, this was me. This, I believe this was also during The Incredible Hulk. That makes sense. Where I threw out the nomination for Ed Norton in The Incredible Hulk, who would later be recast by good old- The Ruffalo. The Ruffman. Mark Man. Ruffalo, yeah. Other nominees are Billy D. Williams in Batman. He played Harvey Dent. Yeah. Terrence Howard in Iron Man, because he's a dick. James Rhodes. Oh, it feels so good. Get a swear out. Oh. It feels so good. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh. Man, it's just like a release. I've been saving that since last week. Yeah. Not good. No? That feeling of pent up inside, just gotta let it out. Gotta let it. Terrence Howard's a dick. Terrence Howard he, is he a dick. He unlocked the door again. We're good. Michael Keaton in Batman and Evan Peters in Kick-Ass. Yeah. He gets cast, recast eventually. He sure does. Whenever they do a Kick-Ass 2. They did it. Yeah. It happened. Yep. It's out there in the world. Yeah. Is it Jim Carrey in that? Jim Carrey is in Kick-Ass 2, yeah. That's weird. It is weird. That is very weird. And the winner is, again, from this movie that we didn't really like that this much. Movie get, this movie got a zero in Super Stuff, didn't it? No, I don't think anything's ever gotten a zero. Really? Well, I take that back. I think this movie got a zero in Super Stuff. Did It got a zero, but it has now two KPs. So what's really the problem here? Edward Norton. Ed the Norton Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk. What the hell? Why is, why is our show broken already? It's. I think that's just the way things happen. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, all right. Zero in the super stuff. Two capies. Makes sense of that. Our third category 
is best costume. Ooh. Which is one that was actually sent in by a listener. And the nominees are Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. How about that? Iron Man Mark III from Iron Man. It's a good suit. Spider-Man from Spider-Man. War Machine from Iron Man 2. Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2. Deadpool from Deadpool. And Colossus from Deadpool. They're all pretty great. They're all very good. I'm throwing my hat out there. I know that ring right away. I think that Wonder Woman costume is amazing. I said it. I said it in the show. I think it's terrific. I think everything about it's great. I think it sums up what they were going for so well. Where you have this absolutely drop dead gorgeous woman, and the suit doesn't do anything to just enhance her beauty as is. It plays to the story more than it plays to like, hey, let's sexualize a woman because that's what anyone else would have done, and they chose not to do that. And I love it for that. That's fair. You were going to say something. I was going to say I really like Deadpool. Well, it's insanely comic accurate. It's a, it's a passion piece that yeah. they tried making. And I mean, Ryan Reynolds, you said he wept. He wept and he kept the suit. He wept and he kept. Do you think he does Blake Lively with that suit every now and then? I do know the that Blake Lively once uh, lent the suit to Taylor Swift for Halloween. Really? Yeah. Is Taylor Swift that tall? Did yeah. she fit that suit? Yeah, definitely. Weird. Very weird. How many times do you think at Taylor Swift's Halloween party she said, time to make the fucking chimichangas? I hope at least once. I, think, I hope but once probably, an hour. I hope once not. an hour. I don't know Taylor that way. So That way? <laughs> I wasn't at the party. Not that one? Not that one. You were busy that yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I had to go to somebody else's Halloween party. Do we have a winner? Yeah. And the winner is Wonder Woman. It's the right choice. You made a better argument than I did. Mine relied too heavily on Taylor Swift. That's never a good thing. <laughs> That's You know what? Maybe leave that argument at home next time. <laughs> I'll think about it. The next category is best sassy side character. This is a, a passion category of mine. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. You got a lot of crazy ones in here. The nominees are Etta Candy from Wonder Woman, Alfred Pennyworth from Batman and Batman Begins. Begins? Hey, returns. Returns. It's not Michael Caine. It's not Michael Caine. It's not Michael Caine. It's not. Bernard Houseman. From Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2, Marty Eisenberg from Kick-Ass, Phil, you only wrote down Phil Coulson. I'm sorry. I forgot I forgot. I left out his middle name. Phil motherfucking Coulson from Iron Man and Iron Man 2, and Negasonic Teenage Warhead from Deadpool. Those are the nominees. Only one of those has got a middle name. Only one has got a middle name, but- Middle names go a long way here. But he's probably the least sassy of the group. Yeah. He's just an excellent side character. Yeah, he does threaten to tase Tony Stark and his- Watch reruns Watch of Super Nanny while he drools on the carpet. She's pretty good. Alfred Pennyworth in Batman, he was totally fine. In Batman Returns, though, he had a little bit of sass level. in Batman. New but in level. Batman Returns, oh, he was man. he was so through the sassy. roof in that one, and I loved it. Marty Eisenberg's a fun one because he just Clark Dukes it's all just over the Clark screen. Duke, Clark Duke and all over the screen. <laughs> Clark Duke sounds like a like a Street Fighter move. Clark Duke, but in, but instead of a ball of energy, it's. Just a nerdy kid with glasses. Yeah. Clark Dukin also sounds like, that could have been like a Green Day album back in the day or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Clark Dukey. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Bernard Houseman's not really all that sassy, is he? He just kind of pops in for a one quick scene. And just, yeah. Then he pops out and out. What I do love about him is, is he's kind of mean to James Franco. Which we approve of. Which is great. If you have the opportunity to be mean to James Franco, yeah. take that opportunity. I'm sure the Ginger Skull, Dave Novak, he's going to throw all of his votes at Bernard Houseman for that reason alone. Probably. But he's not here, so... Nope. And the winner is Alfred Pennyworth from mostly Batman Returns. Yeah, portrayed mostly. by Michael Goff. 
Is it Goff or Go? I think it's. I've heard it both ways, and that's a problem. I think it's Goff, but it could be Go. G H man. Go Michael. English is a go weird Michael language. Go comma Michael Goff. Cover both bases, sort of. Yeah. Go Goff. Go Goff. I don't know how it works. I don't know, I don't know how any work. of this works. Our next category is best one-liners or quips. It's a long one. Now I know you don't like quips. Depends who says them. Of, it depends who says them. You're a fan of one-liners. Big fan. Interesting. Yeah. It's not the same thing. No. What's the difference? Uh, the the line versus the quip. Yeah. There's one. There's only one of the lines, and then the quip is. The quip is usually a like fire sarcastic retort. Yeah, they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, I get that. But I feel like the quip is kind of like, oh, this character says something, and this one just kind of reacts to it. Yeah. Whereas the one-liner is, I mean, Deadpool is the one-liner. That makes sense. Just talk it out for whatever reason you want. That makes sense. Do you want to alternate on this one? I think we kind of have to. This is a bit of a long list. It's a long one. This is probably our biggest category, actually. Deserved, though, because there's a lot of one-liners within 15 movies. 15 movies. movies. Yeah, there should be. All right, I'll start then. All right. For the, the nominees. First one is from Rhodey in Iron Man 2. You look like two seals fighting over a grape. <laughs> Second one is also from Iron Man 2, Ivan Vanko. I want my board. That thing's coming back. I with love a that fury line already. So much. so much. Two episodes. So much. I love it so much. <laughs> I want my board. I love it so much. <laughs> that went Russian and then Tommy Wiseau. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> the next nominee is from Deadpool, McAvoy Stewart. These timelines are so confusing. It's a great line. It's one of my favorites. Next one is also from Deadpool. Please don't make the super suit green. Or animated. Perfect. So well. Movie so self-aware. It's ridiculous. That one was so good it got into the trailer. Deserved. Yeah. Also from Deadpool, it's a big house. It's weird I only ever see two of you. Almost like the studio couldn't afford another X-Man. I know how much you like that line. Told you it was my favorite. Yeah. Worked out. The next one is appropriate since I just finished my first. Uh, Iron Man. <laughs> from Iron Man. Give me a scotch. I'm starving. I've used that in everyday life since. It's, it's a really uh, good line. It's the most quotable line of the movie. I would say. Other than like, I am Iron Man. Yeah. Which is not a nominee. No, you way. can't go around to a bar saying that because then people are going to say, <laughs> you fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> From Kick-Ass, Hit Girl, you just contact the mayor's office. He has a special signal he shines in the sky. It's in the shape of a giant cock. It loses its oomph when it comes from you and not a seven-year-old girl. Yeah. 11? How old is it? 11. I don't remember. 11-year-old 11 girl. Yeah. Still a great line. The next one is from sassy side character nominee Marty in Kick-Ass. You guys never saw One Night in Spider-Man? That led us down our weirdest rabbit hole we've gone down. Oh, yeah, definitely. Learned way too much about an Italian porn filmmaker. Just too much about superhero porn parodies so in general. Yeah, yeah. But stay tuned. We might have a script for one coming out. Oh, really? No. Oh. That'd be fun, though. Do you want to work on one? I don't know. I was both afraid and aroused. Just there. We're not there yet. The next nominee is Batman from Batman. You want to get nuts? Come on! Let's get nuts! Wow. That's going to come up probably in the potties as well. <laughs> That's uh, probably for the best. The next line that is nominated also comes from Batman. It's from the Joker. It's one of Dave's favorite lines. Where does he get all these wonderful toys? Not just one of my favorites. Also one of Kevin Smith's favorites. It's Made line. it in the mall rats. It's a great line. Yeah. Joker also has another line from Batman. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? That's iconic. It is, and we barely talked about it. Barely. So how iconic is it? We, we talked about, I talked about how much I hate when Batman says it. Yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. It's weird. It's funny, because when you have this line, line that's not nominated is, with great power comes great responsibility. Well, that's a because bullshit it's line. nonsense. Ah, Absolute nonsense. Bullshit. How did that feel? I felt real good. Oh, man. 
Deadpool's only a week ago that we recorded it, and you know what? I could just feel it still like water off the back now. Yeah, yeah. The next line is also from Joker from Batman. Full of them, man. And it's uh, it's He's one full we've, of them. we've referenced frequently. Yes. Never rub another man's rhubarb. Unbelievable. That's a great line. What a line. From The Incredibles, it's Frozone. Where's my super suit? <laughs> the next line nominated is from Wonder Woman. Comes from Steve. He says, well, that's neat. That's appropriate. That's Brian's favorite word. That's uh, very that's, appropriate. It is neat. From Wonder Woman as well, Samir, I am both frightened and aroused. It's very good. <laughs> from Superman. This might be my favorite line. Said by Superman. Yep. Bye. So good. <laughs> he has so many one-liners. Uh, that's the one that really stood out. Yeah, that is <laughs> somehow. That's the one. From Batman Returns, it's Penguin. Why is there always someone who brings eggs and tomatoes to his speech? It's perfect. Absolutely perfect. And the final nominee from Batman Returns, said by Batman, eat floor, high fiber. Unbelievable. Ugh, There's was, so many good that ones That one here. actually made me cringe just now. Just now I saw it. Didn't look good. <laughs> How did that one make it through the, on the list? <laughs> That's a good question. I have one that I think is a winner. There are so many, I don't even know where to start. I really like, I want my board. Yeah, it's a good one. I really like, give me a scotch, I'm starving. I'm a big fan of that one, too. I also really like, never rub another man's rhubarb. Oh, I'm in agreement. And that's come up probably the most on this show. I'm in agreement with that. And bye. Yeah. Yeah, that's come up IRL a and on the show a few times. Yeah. I think we got a winner. I think we do, too. The winner is Never Rub Another Man's Rhubarb, spoken by the Joker from Batman. It's a great line, and it's come up so many times it, on our podcast. Most episodes. Most episodes. And I recently brought it back. I'm so happy you brought it back. <laughs> it's back, baby. Wait till they get a load of that rhubarb. Classic. That was a tough category. That was. It was a long one. We made it through, though. Somehow. Somehow we manage by Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on to the tough ones. All right. Next up, we have the Capey for Best Actor. That should be fun. It's a big one. It is a big one. There's a lot of people on that list, too. But they're all deserved, I think. I think so. Except maybe one or nope, two. I think all of them. All of them? Okay. Everyone right down the line. Well, let's get through it, then. The nominees are Jack Nicholson as the Joker in Batman. That's a good one. Willem Dafoe as Norman Osborn and the Green Goblin in Spider-Man. Alfred Molina as Otto Octavius slash Doc Ock, Spider-Man 2. Sir Ian McKellen, Magneto, X-Men. Christopher Reeve, Clark Kent and Superman in Superman. Nicolas Cage as Big Daddy in Kick-Ass. Yeah. And Colin Farrell as Bullseye in Daredevil. Yep, you can see where I took over the list. There's a lot of villains in this list. Yeah. It's strange, right? Yeah. The heroes. When you look at, you at it, I think the only hero nominated is Christopher Reeve. Yeah, and he was amazing. He's great. Through and through. Amazing. He is Superman. He is, Absolutely. When I look at this list, these are iconic roles, oh, yeah. which is nuts. Like when you look at Willem Dafoe now is way up there on a lot of people's just lists for best villain. Yeah. Jack Nicholson, arguably his most famous role, which is nuts to think about for That's a guy, insane. his career yeah. where, I mean. He's done it so Chinatown, much. One from yeah. the Cuckoo's Nest, The Shining. And then Batman is the one that kind of stands out. Huh. That's, That's crazy. crazy. Serena that McKellen. Was, yeah. That was I can take that one or, or leave it. <laughs> that's for sure. Nicolas Cage? That's special. That was a special performance. Is it? Was it? Colin Farrell? Terrific. I don't even want to talk about Colin Absolutely Farrell. Absolutely terrific. He was there. He was having he... the most fun out of anybody there. He understood what this was about. 
He's the most comic booky. He understood that movie better than any of them did. Yeah. I think he probably read the script and went, oh, this is garbage. I'm going to act like garbage. Which is the sign of a good actor. He made the choice to act that way. And that's all (laughs) that acting is, is a series of choices. Four or five choices. So strange. That line is still strange to me. (laughs) Colin Farrell made at least 100 choices. Yeah. And he chose to be great in every single one of them. He chose to be over the top. Over the top. Great. Yeah, I know. I'm leaning one of two ways. Go ahead. What do you got? Jack Nicholson. Yep. Oh, maybe three ways. Okay. She got tougher. Give as me I that read actor. Willem Dafoe. Sure. Or Christopher Reeve. Yeah. I'm torn between those three, too. Yeah. It's tricky, because Christopher Reeve, as Clark Kent, the magic trick that he pulls off by doing all of that is, I mean- When you, you, when have, you figure yeah. that there's no real costume, there's no disguise, right. and he's still- portrayed two completely different individuals when he's superman he is stoic he is confident he is just exactly he's superman yeah and then when he's clark kent it's an entirely he's different got character. This nervous energy yeah and... it's not just the i put glasses on right it's not that exactly there's a, a completely different feel to the character absolutely it's like yeah we have our issues with the movie superman as a whole but <laughs> we sure do christopher reeve is i'm, I'm gonna even that just the middle third of the movie where you get the Metropolis to the interview scene or whatever it is. Even after that, that interview scene, He's, he portrays both Superman and Clark Kent in the same scene. And it's amazing. Yeah. I have my winner. We also, I think, in yeah. the moment, gave Willem Dafoe the most credit. Well, yeah. It was deserved. Very deserved. In the moment. Acting. That's putting it very lightly. <laughs> <laughs> Best acting. And the winner is Christopher Reeve. Super deserved. Very much For so. a Superman. We can't let the boys have all the fun. Next category is Best Actress. This filled up fast. It did. I was surprised that this filled up as fast as it did when we were going through these. Yeah. It started off with one or two, and then as we went this over was the- the easiest the list we had to fill. Previous movies crazy. just filled in. Absolutely crazy. The nominees are Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, Marina Baccarin, Deadpool. I have no idea if I'm saying her name I right. think that's right. I think is he it? nailed it. It's a cool name. Yeah. Chloe Grace Moretz, Kick-Ass. Gwyneth Paltrow, Iron Man and Iron Man 2. Rosemary Harris, St. Rosemary, as we call oh, her here. She's the same. From Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2. Michelle Pfeiffer from Batman Returns. Michelle Pfeiffer, I feel like, is a Colin Farrell's nomination. <laughs> I don't know if it is. She's having a ball. She's having so much fun, but she does the same thing that Christopher she Reeve does. Yeah. She has two very different characters in this movie. Yeah. I think the thing that stands out most about Michelle Pfeiffer in this one, and I remember saying it, was Michelle Pfeiffer's character had just a bunch of character traits to start that movie. Yeah. And then she didn't anymore. It was like, this is this is what she was. She was the the cat lady living at home. Yeah. Like, I'm single. We all get a blah, 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 blah. And then that's gone. Honey, That's I'm not even home. completely out the window. Oh, that's that right. I'm not even married. Right. Yeah. So two totally different characters. Yeah. Totally agree. I think Gal Gadot is... I said that she is Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. Through and through. But I feel like the filmmakers helped her out. Yeah, that's fair. By letting her use her real accent. Yeah. For starters. Yeah. I know that pissed off a lot of people. Shouldn't have. You know, it did. That's because people get angry for no reason at things. That's true. People are known to get real mad. Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh. She's terrific. She's phenomenal. She's got an Oscar already. Oh. She doesn't need a capey. You don't think so? Not for this. There's better. Rosemary Harris kind of gets the... Meryl Street treatment here. We're yeah, we're just gonna nominate her. It felt right. She does a great job. She does. She's believable. 
Especially that well, scene where she's playing, she gets, an, she's playing an elderly lady. Where she gets elderly mad lady. at Peter not for her. not. Yeah, but she also plays a poor elderly lady. Yeah. And Rosemary Harris, not poor. No. That scene where she makes Peter take the $20, very believable. I liked it a lot. It's probably one of the best acted scenes of that movie. Not saying much. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I feel like we didn't give Alfred Molina enough credit for best actor. I think you're probably right. But he had a tricky little thing there to work was, with, didn't he? <laughs> there was a whole monologue in the middle of that movie that I think... Uh, Shattered. Yeah. So he, he shattered. I feel weird saying this because I was going to come in guns a blazing for Gal Gadot. Of course. I think we have a winner. I think you're right. Winner for best actress is Michelle Pfeiffer for Batman Returns. <laughs> Go figure. How about that? Wow. Who knew? Wow. Who knew? So far. That surprised us. <laughs> so far, our least, our, our lowest rated um, yeah. Super stuff movies are cleaning up in the KPs. Unbelievable. Our next category is interesting because we don't actually have any nominees yet. We're going to do this one live. Yeah, this one makes sense. And this is Best Hero. Yeah, we do a lot of villain talk. We do a lot of villain talk, mostly because we're villains. I think we wear capes. We might be. So <laughs> it makes sense. Thanks, Edna, Edna Mode, for giving yeah, us thank you, our Edna. motivation. Thanks, Brad. And our character trait. So, Best Hero. We have 15 movies to pull from. Yeah. We've got a couple duplicates in yeah. there. So why don't you start it off? Who do you think is best here? We have nothing written down for this. We literally wrote discuss. Discuss. Yeah. So just who do you think would be best hero? I'm going to throw out a nomination for Spider-Man. Why? Well, because he has this power. The proportion of strength of a spider. Yeah. And uh, it makes him be Pretty super? responsible. How dare you? I know. <laughs> I know. I think of the movies we've watched, he was the one who was most, after his initial encounter, yeah. the most willing to go out and help whoever. Right. That's very to the character of Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm going to throw out Superman. That makes sense. Because- He is a Superman. He's a Superman. And also, I really appreciate everything that Christopher Reeve did for that role. That's where true. It took forever for us to see Superman in that, that costume. The payoff of that weight was just through the roof. I know you hadn't seen the movie before. Right. And even you said you got goosebumps. Yeah. It's absolutely terrific. And yeah, it's like it's... the little tricks that they pull off in the movie where he's standing sideways on the building. He's throwing out the really corny, like, 1940s one-liners and oh, stuff just to a... top it all What's off. What's wrong? Elevator broken? Good vibrations? Ah, oh, so good. I think that that just captured Superman so perfectly. That's fair. We're kind of talking about these as a, as a whole. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm going to throw out Batman also. Okay. But the Batman that we're going to throw out, like, this is the Michael Keaton Batman. We had the two right. Michael Keatons. Right. Massively different than the Bales, massively different than the Clooney and the Kilmer and the Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> Very different. The Batflick. The Batflick. So, but when you look at Michael Keaton, there's nothing super about that man. No. He's barely in the movies. His Especially movies are, the second one. Yeah. His, both those Batman movies are so villain driven that it's like, you forget that it's a Batman movie most of the time. Right. Right, there's very little reason for him to be out there other than, oh, there's a villain. I right, gotta... and it's like, I'm only throwing him out there for best hero just because it's Batman. Because it's And Batman. it feels dirty doing that. It does feel dirty, but it's also Batman and be criminal to leave him off the list. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to throw out Wonder Woman. <laughs> Say it out loud. Fuck you, that was my next one. <laughs> ah. Well, I mean, she answers that call to action with no hesitation. Oh, you're going to go to Hero's Journey argument. Oh, absolutely. All right, all right. <laughs> I mean, of the heroes, yeah, she has the least hesitation, except maybe Superman, yeah, to just go out and get him. 
she was the most inclined to just go out there and, and do what she had to do for the sake of humanity. Well, her whole entire reason for being, for going into that war was for the sake of humanity. Where right. she's like, if I stop Ares, then I stop the war and exactly. humans are safe and all that stuff. But I think the character arc that she has is insane mm -hmm. in that movie. Like she pulls off such a wide character arc in the span of one movie where Tony Stark, we're, I mean, Tony the, Stark, we're the still, sun is still waiting. rising yeah. on Tony Stark. We're still waiting on his major turn. Sunset is not happening for a long time. He is the Earth's defender, though. It's true. Privatized world peace. He tried to play ball with those ass clowns. He did, but if you go off of the, the Colossus argument of four moments, four or five moments, four or five moments. we even said Iron Man, we can't figure it out. His, his moments don't come till later. Yeah. But Wonder Woman, we see those four or five moments. Spider-Man, we definitely see those four or five moments. Yeah. Superman. Especially with Uncle Ben. I don't know if we see it in Superman, actually, now I think about it. But it's he kind of just solves crime. Yeah, the thing about Superman is I don't think he ever makes the decision. He's always just He's always the good guy. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty fair. So I think we've reached a conclusion here based on our discussion. Best Hero Award goes to Wonder Woman. So deserved. It's so, so, so deserved. Congratulations, Wonder Woman. You're better than Batman, Superman, and Spider-Man. Good work. Wow. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. That's great. It's going to be a real shame when other female leads like Elektra come around and just ruin it. Yeah. That sucks so and, hard. And Catwoman. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Even though our Catwoman here already came up. Our Catwoman, yeah. How about that? The next category is Best Villain. Best Villain. Very villain-heavy show. Very villain-heavy. We like our villains. We do. I'll start it off with... Bullseye from Daredevil. He is a villain. He sure is. I mean, is he? It, it's, he's a contract killer hired he's by henchy, Kingpin. He's kind of henchy. All right. Magneto, X-Men. Doc Ock, Spider-Man 2. Syndrome from The Incredibles. That's a movie we haven't talked about yet. That's, yeah. Frank D'Amico from Kick-Ass. Ivan Venko. Venko? Vanko? I think either works. All right. I just want my board. Iron Man 2. And the Joker from Batman. Wow. I want to get away from actors. Let's get one. away from actors. I think we need to look into motivation. Yep. And we need to look into the story and what they're trying to do. Yep. And I think that's why Syndrome's an interesting one. That's why I think Syndrome's a very interesting one. Where he wants to turn everybody super so that, so no that nobody is. is. That's crazy. That is. But like we talked about in the X-Men with Magneto. Yeah. Yep. It's a, it's a noble cause gone awry. Right. And I think that makes it even more powerful. Yeah. Whereas you have the Joker. The Joker is kind of just... He's chaos for the sake of chaos. Yeah, and that's always been the Joker's character, and right. that's very cool. Yeah. I think if you're looking at motivations, it comes down to two here. It's Magneto or Syndrome. Didn't see that coming. I really, really did not see that coming. Yeah. And I really like Magneto, but he's he's not entirely a villain. Not entirely. It's not hard for him to just switch sides if he wanted right. to. Whereas Syndrome, I don't even know, because he tried to be the good he, guy to exactly. lead off. He wanted to be but he got, Mr. Incredible's yeah. sidekick. And that didn't work out. Go home, buddy. That's it. And it turned him evil. I think we got another surprise winner here. How is this happening? I don't know. I thought going in that I had a pretty good grasp on I did who too. was going to win every We category. always have a pretty good grasp, and then we always talk ourselves out of it somewhere along the line. Somehow. I went Some in way. loving Deadpool, and I only came out liking it. Makes sense of that. Yeah. Well, you tore it apart pretty good. <laughs> did it PG, though. That's true. The best villain is Syndrome from The Incredibles. <laughs> Congratulations, Syndrome. What? What? I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. Next up, we're getting into the big ones now. We're looking at Best Director. Yeah. Let's just get right into it. Uh, the nominees are Sam Raimi from both Spider-Man movies, Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman, Tim Burton, 
who did Batman and Batman Returns, John Favreau from Iron Man, and Richard Donner, Superman. The look Brian gave me for yeah. John Favreau. When I read John Favreau, I put that there. Yeah. I want to make that known. Um, I put that there. Interesting choice, Dave. It's not. Why is that? I talked about it last week with Tim Miller. Yep. With Deadpool and how I had started breaking that down. One thing me and Brian talk about all the time is how we always go into recording a show with like an idea of the movie in our head. And then when we start talking about it and breaking it down, we usually come out in a different place. Yeah. When we're done with the movie or we're done recording or anything like that after we just discuss it. The director's job is to set the tone, to tell the story, to visually bring the words that are in the script to life. Right. I think John Favreau pulled a master stroke with Iron Man. And I feel weird saying that. I feel weird hearing it, but I agree. I mean, I would have said that, but I wouldn't expect you to say it. No, but it's the fact that the reason John Favreau's even nominated is because of Louis Leterrier. Okay. Yeah. And it's because <laughs> those two, 2008. Yep. John Favreau did Iron Man. Louis Leterrier did The Incredible Hulk. Right. One of those set the tone for the biggest film franchise in the history of cinema. Yeah. And John Favreau, wow. he set that table. Wow. He absolutely just set those pins up, and everyone else since has knocked them down. When Kevin you, Foggy's knocked them down. When but you put it that everyone way, else yeah. has knocked them down. He did his job as a director so brilliantly. Yeah, I have issues with him. He's the most heavy-handed director imaginable. Yeah. Where he treats the audience like idiots sometimes. Sure. But I feel like sometimes the audience needs to be treated like idiots because- Occasionally. Not everyone reads the comics. Not That's everyone true. knows the backstory behind all these things. Right. It's pretty crazy to see how, like, I, I really didn't know anything about most of these characters before the MCU became a thing. Okay. Yeah. Where, like, yeah, Captain America, I knew who he was, but I didn't right. know anything about I didn't know who Steve Rogers was. Right. I knew Captain America. I knew the suit. I knew exactly. what he stood for. Exactly. Iron Man, yeah, he's a suit. Whatever. I was familiar Thor, with Iron Man. He's a suit. You actually fleshed him out. Yeah. And I feel like Jon Favreau is very, very responsible for all of this. And we even said, Iron Man 2? Better than Iron Man because it's the workhorse of the universe. Yeah. It does so much for the MCU that it's crazy. It's nuts that it, that it did that much work. To switch gears, I think Sam Raimi deserves a shitload of props. Oh, absolutely. Sam Raimi didn't have a universe to work within. He had right. a, an original character coming out that yeah, everyone knew who Spider-Man was. Yeah. But how do you bring that character to life now? It's a very complicated character. Yeah. And I think Sam Raimi is the one who said... I'm going to go after the comic book aspect of this thing. I'm going to make a live action comic book. Yeah. And that's why Willem Dafoe, I don't think he's overacting. He's comic book he's acting. He's comic book acting. And hmm. I think that you get Alfred Molina, comic book acting. I feel like you have Tobey Maguire. <laughs> he's still garbage. You have Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> Kirsten Dunst is not doing anything MJ at all. MJ is very hip, very 60s love child type thing. The closest MJ got was the last line in Spider-Man 2 where she says, go get him, Tiger. She calls Peter Parker Tiger all the time in the comics. Yeah. They're nonsense. Complete nonsense. But Sam Raimi brought a comic book to life. Yeah. And he did the exact opposite of what Brian Singer did with X-Men, who he was like, he didn't I want gonna, any comic books on set. Like, I want to play this like yeah. a movie and not like a comic. And right. then the very next superhero movie that came out, Sam Raimi completely flipped the script on it. He's like, yep. no, I want this to be so comic book. And one of them gets looked at as one of the better franchises yeah. in superhero lore, and the X-Men is just a thing that keeps on going. Somehow. For whatever reason. Somehow. And they've had to reboot that thing a few times already. Yeah, but it's weird because they do reboots in-universe. And it keeps going. Bizarre. And that's the strange thing. But yeah, but it's still going. It's, they have a movie coming out this year. 
Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins. Had probably the toughest job out of everybody on this list because she's DC. Yeah. Simple as that. In a time where DC was not successful. No, they kind of got looked at as a joke for the most part. I mean, you have early early DC with Tim Burton and Batman, but Tim Burton's work got, I'm not even going to call it ruined by Joel Schumacher. Changed significantly. It did, but (laughs) he tried to reintroduce the camp to it. Right. Tim Burton, Tim Burton. Oh, yeah. Simple as that. Tim Burton, I don't think, is a great director. I think he has very, he tells very cool stories, but he puts his own thing on things too much sometimes. Where you get get, freaked out by statues. It's distracting. And that's why when you see something like Ed Wood, and it's terrific because this is not a Tim Burton thing. Yeah. And then you see something like Big Fish, where you have a Tim Burton thing mixed with a great story, and it just all gels. I love that movie so much. But then you get nonsense from Tim Burton later on with like Willy Wonka and. And shit like that. Sweeney Todd, though, fucking crushed it. Batman and Batman Returns. They're very different movies for living in the same space. Yeah. Whereas Batman is the dark turn on Batman. Mm -hmm. The only Batman we kind of saw before that was Adam West Batman. Right. Which is the greatest thing in the world. We all know that. (laughs) But then Batman Returns. Batman Returns barely had Batman in it. It barely had Batman in it. It it had more dicks getting whipped out than anything. That movie's the horniest movie that's ever existed. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's insane. And it's disgusting. Because is Penguin is a thing. Frankly gross. Yes. Yeah. Good movie, though. Yeah. It says something about us. Somehow. But Patty Jenkins. Patty Sorry. Jenkins. Holy shit, she did a good job. Oh, she did amazing. Wonder Woman's one of those things that wasn't developed. Right. For the most part. Yeah, they had the 70s TV show. Yeah. It was extremely popular. Yeah. A lot of people don't know Wonder Woman. That's true. Like, you might know, okay, Lasso of Truth, Invisible Jet. Mm-hmm. Cool. She created a character. Completely created character. Gal Gadot, a lot of credit to her as well for creating this character. Oh, yeah. But Patty Jenkins took in a direction that is so unique for a superhero movie slash comic book movie. Yeah. Where she kind of brought it down to Earth a little bit. And that's nuts, considering we're talking about a goddess. Right, right. But she threw in all these real aspects of the world. As you were saying, we were blown away by the historical accuracy of World War One. Yeah, yeah. And she fought super hard for... Like, the best second act of all time. Yeah. And she won. <laughs> and she won. That's not easy to do. No. Yeah, she had to throw in a few Zack Snyder slow-mo things here. Yeah. My brother-in-law, Kevin, had a good line about those moments where he expected, like, Steve-O to jump out and then get hit by, like, a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> Just a giant hand. <laughs> Just made sense, like a yeah. jackass movie. You kind of have to do that because Zack Snyder set the tone for those movies, and there's a reason why. Right. And he a lot of them have a ton of issues. A major producer on it, yeah. too. So Correct. You got to make the people with the money happy. Yeah, he's a little too deep in it, if you ask me. And I think Patty Jenkins he has a cameo pulled, it out, it, so. pulled it out far enough yeah. that it worked amazingly. Yeah. Richard Donner. I know we're talking about this at length, but I feel like these are important. These are important. Richard Donner. Richard Donner. Most of the movie was kind of in production by Most, the time he came on. Yeah. So I don't know how much of his vision is in here. That's fair. It's tricky to say. But he fought with producers probably harder than anyone here. Yeah. Because he had to go against the Salkinds, and they suck. Oh, the they worst. suck something special. They are the worst. Richard Donner also, that first half of Superman is shot so beautifully. Yeah. Oh, it's a All the Smallville stuff is just gorgeous. I mean, they planted a whole farm in Canada. Makes sense of that. <laughs> Could have just gotten to Kansas. He also created one of the first true superhero films. That, yeah. Yeah, it comes after Batman 66. He had to set a tone for all of this that we are discussing. The reason why we're here. Yeah. Got some good names in this list. Yeah. They all play a, a role except for Tim Burton. But they all play a role. They're all important except for Tim Burton. I have a winner. I'm torn. Between? 
Ramey, Jenkins, and Favreau. I think that's the right place to be torn. It's tough. That's tough. It is tough. And the problem is with Raimi is we have to include both Spider-Man movies. And the second one, he apparently sucks something special up. Yeah. But that movie is still one of my favorite superhero movies it's ever a made. Phenomenal movie. And maybe, maybe, yeah, he's a bit of a brute to work with. And you gotta do it sometimes. Kubrick, man. Almost made Danny <laughs> Kubrick. One his actors wanted to kill him. <laughs> almost made Danny fucking Elfman quit the business. Yeah. That's rough. But he got something special out of Danny fucking Elfman also that movie. Maybe brought him to the right moment. Right to the edge. Who is it, Dave? Who's the winner? Winner's John Favreau. Wow. John Favreau's the best director. I'm just happy to hear you say it. Yeah. I think it makes sense. Out of the arguments that I made there, I think it makes sense. Because he didn't just direct one, two, or three movies. Right. He directed an, an MCU. Yeah. When it comes down to. All those movies have to rely on what he did. How do your hands feel right now? They're the heaviest. The heaviest <laughs> hands that have ever existed. <laughs> I'm blown away. Of the unexpected things that These have happened so far. These KBs are so not far, going the way that we thought they were. <laughs> of the unexpectedness that's happened so far, that is, I'm, I'm speechless. So let's move on to best film. Our nominees for best film. This was particularly fucked. Because we just went off our super score. Yeah, all we did was take our that was top it. five we took from the, the super top scores. five from it. Hang on tight. And here's what we, we came up with. Batman. Wonder Woman. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, and Superman. Oh, one of these things is not like the other. Oh, yeah. One of them can fuck right off. But can it? Yes. But can it? Yes. All right. So you fell asleep halfway through Superman. The first time I watched it. And you probably thought, man, this movie's amazing. I thought, wow, it's this really long. really good. But it's, but really... it's long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I watched it the second time. Yeah. that was the, That's where you went wrong, mm. was the whole second half of that movie. Mm-hmm. It scored insanely high on our super sub scores. Well, yeah, but that's also admittedly arbitrary. It is, but is it? It's been hitting. It's actually really, held up really well. Yeah, it's been hitting some weirdly great spots. Yeah, yeah, it's it's held up. But Superman, it's it's tough when you have that whole that whole third act. The third act's a mess. The third act's one of the ugliest things we've seen. Yeah, yeah. it's a miracle. It's not part of the Incredible Hulk movie in general. <laughs> Batman's kind of the introduction to the modern superhero movie as oh, yeah. we know it today. And the modern blockbuster. Yep. For, for all sure. Movies. None of these movies exist without it. Right. But I think that it's one of those things of what do you define modern as? Right. Because, yeah, Batman set the tone for the entire 90s straight through. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew what a blockbuster was because of, like, the superhero blockbuster, at least, that you see today. But Spider-Man. But Spider-Man. Spider-Man came after X-Men. Yep. X-Men. X-Men. Ah, wow. Yeah. X-Men is just... Spider-Man came after X-Men. X-Men is kind of looked at as another rebirth right. of, the, of the, the genre. It was in the in the time of, of your Daredevils and your Fantastic Yeah, and everyone went, oh, that's cool. Oh, cool. But Spider-Man was beyond cool. Spider-Man told a story. It actually had Spider-Man a lot was of great things involved with it. A totally different thing. Correct. And then Spider-Man 2 came around and bitch-slapped Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. right down and said, I got you. Let me show you how it's done. Me. Wonder Woman, though. But Wonder Woman is a damn masterpiece. That is the salmon swimming upstream, where that movie had no business working, in my mind. Oh, Because it comes from the DC the area. state of the DC extended universe. Complete mess. Everything's looked at as a joke in DC. And Wonder yeah. Woman comes around and not a joke anymore. No. To the point that Aquaman made a billion. That's unreal. And it's all because of Wonder Woman. And now I'm particularly fired up because Shazam is right around the corner. Right around the corner. 
I love Shazam. And does DC has figured out And we're going to see if DC's now. figured it out because I hope this is true about Shazam. I really do. Is they might put Shazam on the trailers for Cap Marvel's Captain Marvel. Because that's, Shazam is the original Captain Marvel so from the 40s where he was only known as Captain Marvel. I mean, it makes sense. They might have Captain Marvel advertise the original Captain Marvel. And I'm curious to see if that's going to work. That would be so cool. Why wouldn't it? That would be so, so, so cool. I mean, there's half an hour of trailers before a movie. It makes sense. At least, yeah. One of them is definitely going to be, oh, yeah, there's other superhero movies that's coming out this month. By the way. (laughs) (laughs) I think I have my winner on this list. I don't know if you do, though, by the look on your face. I'm between two. It's between Wonder Woman and Spider-Man 2. That's very fair. One of those sits a whole lot nicer for me, and it's Spider-Man 2. I agree. That I, movie is I just, think the third act yeah, is is better. I think the first and second act are even better Which as makes well. it as a whole a better it's movie. It's a great movie. It's a really, really great movie. And, I mean, we've been saying it for years. I've been saying Spider-Man it since it came 2 out. Is, exactly. People love Spider-Man 2. It yeah. still ranks on the top. In a, in a time when there are new superhero movies coming out four times, five times a year, it's still ranked as one of the top superhero movies of all time. Deserved. Best film so far? Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Best film so far. I like it. Next up, we have our named awards. Yes. These are special. Very special. The first one up is the Stan Lee Award for Cameo Excellence. That hits the home. That pulls all the right heartstrings for oh, me. Oh, yeah. I love it. I, I like honoring Stan. This was the best way we could fix We did a whole episode for him. We that did, was the best we way we could do it. We did a whole episode, but yeah. This is the second best we can honor Stan. Yeah. Stan the man, smile and Stan. Excelsior, etc. Exactly. So we're talking about cameos, because he loves his cameos. Up first, we have Lou Ferrigno for The Incredible Hulk. Wink. <laughs> that, Ding. That's one of the big winks that we had so far. <laughs> Next up, Ty Burrell for The Incredible Hulk. America's favorite America's TV dad. America's dad. <laughs> we have Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. Bone saws ready. Spider-Man. Then we have Jim Norton from Spider-Man. It's great. He stinks and I don't like him. It's a good cameo. <laughs> That's a quick one. Oh, yeah. I love it. Next up, we have Bruce Campbell from Spider-Man. Then we have Joel McHale from Spider-Man 2. He's there. He gets kicked in the shin and he owns it. Then we have Bruce Campbell from Spider-Man 2. Totally deserved. Next, for my dad, Paul Rubens. Batman Returns. <laughs> After that, we have Marlon Brando, technically a cameo from Superman. I'll agree. Top build Top cameo. Top build cameo. <laughs> and because you can't have a list without the man himself. Stan Lee as Hugh Hefner, question mark? Question from mark. From Iron Man. And as a strip club DJ in Deadpool. It feels weird giving it to Stan. Because the does... strip club DJ is my favorite Stan cameo. Yeah. And one of his... It is one of his, but it feels more... I feel like Stan... It's off-brand. ...would want someone else to have this. I think you're right. Stan was that kind of man. Then he'd be like, you know, give it to somebody else. I'm known for my cameos. Yeah. Let somebody else have it. I love fame and all that stuff. I kind of want this award, but... But. (laughs) It doesn't feel right. (laughs) It's named for me. Don't give it to me. Yeah, it'd be weird. Yeah. It'd be real weird. I think we have three that we're both looking at. Yeah. I would say Bruce Campbell in Spider-Man 2... Okay. He's very good in Spider-Man, though. He Not, names, he names he Spider-Man. He names Spider-Man. Can we group those together? Yeah, let's group them together. Let's say it's Marlon Brando for- It's a Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> Bruce Campbell. Did I just say Marlon Brando? <laughs> He's, we'll talk about- you, We'll talk about him We should second. talk about him also. Bruce but. Campbell in Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2. Right. 
Marlon Brando and Superman axed the hell out of that role. <laughs> he does. He didn't want to, though. No, he wanted to become they a green bagel him, making electronic noises. Bottom tooth and nail. Yeah. For that cameo. Good and he got top build. So you know he what? He did get top build, which is nuts. He got top build. That's enough. That is enough. He got paid a ton of money for that. It's and he crazy. made more money than anybody else on this list. Yeah. And then definitely Macho Man Ready Set. Macho Man Do you know how often I say, bone size ready? It's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. Like the fact that it didn't make the one-liners as a nomination. How the hell did we miss that? I don't know. I'm just realizing we missed it, but oh man, that is one I quote incessantly. I think we got a winner, and the winner is Macho Man Randy Savage right. as Bonesaw. In that Spider-Man. only feels right, even though I think Bruce Campbell. I wish he would take the Stanley cameos from now on. Uh, How fun would that be? That would be fun. That would be fun. I'm wondering if they get rid of him or if they start CGIing Stan in. I think that's cruel. Because I don't yeah, think you it can't is. Do it? No, because I don't think you Stan's can do it. favorite thing was those cameos. Yeah, but that's too weird. That's the it is weird, had and with, it's gonna yeah. it's, it would take away from the movies. I don't know. I think I would like to see it. Uh, we all would, but I think maybe it's they one of those do things. We got to let go. Maybe they do it like they did with like uh, the Netflix shows and Deadpool, where they have them like or Deadpool two, where they have them like on a on a mural or something in the background. That'd be that'd be nice. Just a, a passing. Oh, look, stands there somewhere. No one will get this one, but that's a lot like Coach and Cheers. Sure. Where after he passed away midway through the run, and they replaced him with Woody Harrelson. Yeah. The guy who played Coach, who I can't remember his name now, because we're gearing up to record the potties, so the libations have been flowing. Memories. They put a picture of a Native American man that was in his dressing room on the back wall of the bar. And one of the last things that Sam Malone does is he adjusts the picture. In the the series finale, when all the lights are off and Sam Malone's walking on the bar and he adjusts the picture and kind of gives it a look. And then the guy comes to the top of the bar stairs and he goes, sorry, we're closed. And that was the last line. It's like, yeah, I wish they would do something with that with like Stan. Because wow. that is powerful as all hell. I just got chills. I did too. And I've, I've seen it a thousand times. I've never seen it. Yeah. I just got chills. Super powerful. I hardly know the characters and I got chills. Could also be the bourbon. It could be the bourbon. Macho Man Randy Savage though. Macho Man Randy Savage. How about that? The inaugural Stanley Award for Cameo Excellence. I like it. I like it a lot. And now the big award of the night. Yeah. This is the one you've all been waiting for. This, this is the one. It's the Danny fucking Elfman Award for original score. Yeah. That's it. That's, uh, whew. This is a biggie. We talk about music a lot. We didn't intend to, and it just kept happening. It just kept happening because this, the music was so good in the first few movies we watched. So iconic. Because we watched t- the first two movies we did were Danny Elfman scored. Crazy, right? By accident. Completely, yeah, completely by accident. By accident. And then later on, both of their sequels, which we also covered. Not by accident. We knew there were sequels. We knew there were sequels. We knew we were going to do sequels. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Danny Elfman yeah. keeps Sorry, Deadpool. You know, up. we raved about it last week. We did but... talk a lot about how great Deadpool's it's original soundtrack score. was. The Elfman wouldn't appreciate that. Right. So the nominees for the Danny fucking Elfman Award for original score are Ramin Jawadi, Iron Man. You didn't nominate featuring Lil Timmy on his guitar. Dun, 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 oh, dun, do you dun, mean dun, 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 Tom Morello? Dun, dun, Lil Timmy. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Tom Morello also helped out with the... Uh, the Iron Man 2. The Iron Man 2. Next up, Danny Elfman, Batman. So good. So good. I know we said we weren't going to give Stan Lee his own award. Yeah, but... Danny fucking Elfman's on another... Different plane mm-hmm. of existence. Yep. Living. That's It helps. <laughs> he's, on, he's on this eternal Do you think plane. that award gets snapped? We deserve to get snapped. <laughs> That's really what it comes yeah, down to. Yeah. Uh, next up, Danny Elfman for Spider-Man. Next up, 
John Williams, Ooh. Superman. Oh, good one. Next nominee is Michael Giacchino for The Incredibles. That led to an argument. It did. It was jazzy. It was fun. It was very jazzy. It was forgotten. Forgotten. But not. But not. And the final nominee, Rupert Gregson Williams for Wonder Woman. Yeah. Heavily sampled Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Zimmer. <laughs> it's Hans Heavily Zimmer. Heavily <laughs> sampled. I have a couple favorites. I do too. Right away. These are, I mean, it, it basically comes down to three. Yeah, because what well, we said The Incredibles was, yeah, the theme is amazing. The score blends in so well with the movie that you just forget about it. Exactly. I think Ramin Jawadi, he can go away. He can go away just, in this instance. Yep. I mean, you're up against the big boys. Batman, Spider-Man, Superman on a totally different level. Yeah, totally different level. And I'm willing to rule out Spider-Man. I think that's fair. So then we're talking about two extremely iconic film scores. Oh, absolutely. I have my pick. And I think I'm with you. The winner for the Danny fucking Elfman Award for original score is John Williams John for Superman. John fucking Williams for oh, Superman. man, what a score. It's amazing that the uh, the Danny fucking Elfman Award doesn't go to Danny fucking Elfman. He got beat out, but the Stanley Award- He got beat out Stanley. twice. Yeah, no, it didn't work out, did it? <laughs> so. But congratulations to John fucking Williams. Yes. It's kind of like the Danny fucking Elfman Memorial Award at this point, isn't it? Because I don't think he's coming back. Oh, I don't know. I don't think he is. I think that that's the end of the, the Danny fucking Elfman. We'll look it up. If he pops we'll, up, yeah, we'll, we'll get real excited. It. You'll know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'll know if he pops back up. Tomorrow on the show. Tomorrow. Stay tuned, kids. It's going to be a mess. You just heard the things that are the, the, the best. These are the best of the Cape Podcasters. This did not go how I thought. No. No, we had some, some surprise winners in there. Uh, some underdogs. Most of them are surprise winners. Yeah. Most of them. Oh, it was fun. Tomorrow, it's the potties. It's the potties. It's the worst of the worst. And I feel like we probably won't be as surprised. No, I think there's going to be some <laughs> obvious ones. Uh, the arguments are going to get a lot looser. Uh, yep. Yeah. I'm excited. I am I'm too. I'm so excited. If you have any issue with what we just said. You should. You should. If you're a sane human being, you should. You can contact us in a number of different ways. On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Kate Podcasters, or you can email us at katepodcasters at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on whichever podcast listing platform you prefer. We're on them all, and it always helps. Oh, helps yeah. Helps get our name out there, helps the community grow. So tune in tomorrow when we do the potties. Same pod time, same, same pod, pod channel. channel.